Welcome to a Rent Now movie review brought to you by that film studio in association with Video Easy. My name is Jason. And my name is Luke. We're available on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as that film studio podcast. Check out more movie reviews, our movie show, Rewind and Review Podcast, and Sounds Like Comic Podcast on our website, thatfilmstudiopodcast.com. This Rent Now movie review is all about My Spy. Directed by Peter Siegel, My Spy is the action comedy film which stars Dave Bautista, Chloe Coleman, and Kristen Skull. The movie is available to rent now from a Video Easy kiosk. We will be keeping this review spoiler-free with a spoiler section at the end. Unfortunately, this movie did not hit theatres in North America due to the COVID-19 pandemic and instead was made available for streaming by Amazon Studios. We did get it in Australia in Australian cinemas in early January um, and now we have it available for home release. So very confusing set of events, uh, lots of delays in America for it. Either way, uh, Luke, tell us what this movie is about. A hardened CIA operative played by Batista finds himself at the mercy of a precocious nine-year-old girl played by Chloe Coleman, having been sent undercover with his tech support played by Kristen Skull to surveil her family. Nine-year-old Sophie and her mother are the in-law family of Victor Marquez, a French illegal arms dealer who has obtained construction plans for a miniaturized nuclear bomb, which he intends to sell to the Russian mafia. Victor's brother and Sophie's father hid these plans before he was murdered by Victor. Yeah. So what we're getting here is a is an action comedy, I guess almost a buddy, kind of a buddy cop, kind of flick thrown in there a little bit. It's that odd pairing. Once again, it seems to be popping up a little bit in our reviews that we've been, Honestly, been tracking. You, you are right. This is a, a buddy cop movie. And I will say this, that is more plot than I expected before <laughs> watching this movie. And yeah, the movie itself, I thought this was more of a kid's movie. And I was pleasantly surprised as I was watching it, although it is a family-friendly movie, it's playing to a younger audience than what I thought it would be based on the trailer. The movies, the movie did play to a younger audience, you reckon? Or? No, 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 an older audience. I thought this an was older audience, be right. younger, like yeah. Vin Diesel in The Pacifier. I thought it was going to be younger yeah. like that. Because what I was thinking, and what, what, I didn't even look at what the rating was. I was like, what is the rating for this movie? Uh, it turns out it's a PG in Australia. Yeah, I, which I, is, thought, I thought PG. Which is pretty, pretty tame. That's below PG-13 in America. Um, but I was thinking, I was like, is this pushing an M15 rating? Like, is this like, because, you know, there's a, bit of, there's a bit of language. There's a bit of humor. And, you know, like it's, um, yeah, it is adult orientated. And a lot of it can be played in the real world. I mean, this is a comedic setting. There's humorous things going on. It's sweet. It's family friendly, but you know, there's a bit of action. There's a bit of violence. There's, you know, the, yeah, our main bad guy, Victor, he's a bit menacing. You know, there's guns and yeah. Hi. It was, I mean, you said pleasantly, pleasantly surprised by this. Like you were the one that suggested we review this one and it just was not on my radar at all. When I was watching it, I was thinking, I was like, I feel like I've seen movies like this before. And not, it's not a takeaway from this. It's just it sort of brought up my enjoyment of these other movies, which I think just heightened my enjoyment of this. Kindergarten Cop, Big Mama's House, movies like that, you know, where it's sort of, um, you know, like you've got this 
giant kind of character undercover. There's a kid involved. There's the protecting the family, all those sorts of things. There's like a relationship built between the single parent of the people they're trying to obviously look after, but not a bad thing. Like we're getting storylines and elements that I've seen before, but I'm enjoying them in a whole new, I'm in a whole new light. The best is clearly kindergarten cop. That's the movie that came <laughs> along and did it best. Yeah. But, but this is a type of movie that I do enjoy. And yeah, good shout to big mama's house because that's that type mm-hmm. of movie as well. Is good that movie had a bit of, had a bit of grit as well. Like it wasn't, it's family friendly, but big mama's house, like, you know, it had, had, it was, had its dark moments and stuff like that. So, you know, I, yeah, not the, I recently rewatched big mama's house and then I did right. a little bit of research on it and found that at the time that was Martin Lawrence's most successful franchise. And that movie made him more money than bad boys. That's crazy. I was genuinely <laughs> surprised by that, but there is an is... audience for this type of movie. Definitely. But I think what make what works in this is is um Batista and Coleman's character, so JJ and Sophie. Um now from the trailers, I the trailers make it seem like, you know, she, you know, the little the young girl comes across uh, pretty much stings them and then goes, Well, you know, I know what you guys are doing. It pretty much blackmails them and says, Teach me teach me spy stuff. And I thought that's what the movie was gonna be about. It was gonna be her like learning the trade essentially. And then, you know, go into them bonding, having a, like a very friendly, their relationship grows closer and stuff. And he learns to be a softer kind of loving creature of a man and stuff like that. But that storyline doesn't really come into play until well into their sort of relationship that they've got. And it's, it's very minor, you know, and it's almost played as a, just for a few little gag scenes. The whole thing is Sophie is a character who has no friends, essentially. She has trouble fitting in. So there's a nice little element there. And, and it's all about her essentially blackmailing Batista into being her friend, which I didn't get from the trailers at all. Yeah, no, the, the trailers did advertise a different movie and a movie that I would be less inclined to watch. So I'm mm. glad that I did watch this film because there's so much more to this film. I mean, it's not in the trailer at all. And maybe the watch keeps some things back. She is the mission. Like he, he is there for Sophie yes. and her mum, but we don't get that in the trailer. You're right. It's as if she accidentally stumbles upon them and that's where it goes from. Where no, like he's actually investigating her. That's right. And she's, and her and her mother are more entangled in it um, with the actual plot. But then Sophie's plan is to actually get, um, get JJ and, and her mum like pretty much paired off. So, so then you get that, that father-daughter relationship between them. We won't talk about what happens, I guess, with that. Although, you know, paint by numbers, you can sort of see where it goes. But we'll talk more spoilers a little bit later. <laughs> can, we, can we talk about Batista? And I've, I've got a question for you because I really don't know the answer. Is he a good actor? Because I, think- I really don't know. But I mean, there's there's different type of there's different types of acting. Now, if you were to say, hey, they. Uh, Dave Batista is going to be doing this, you know, drama piece uh, where he's playing this certain type of character. I would question and say, look, what have we seen him do where, where he's sort of delivered on that? But I think comedic roles, even though when there's a, there's a serious element to it, he seems to be pulling it off. And this is a movie where, you know, that's a prime example. Stuber is another movie where, um, you know, you see him where he's sort of semi-serious role 
even though he's doing comedic stuff. And then you've got him in the Marvel movies, just going balls to wall, funny man, like all the way. Um, and you've, you've got him in James Bond as well. I'm going to say this, like my take on Batista, I really enjoy watching him in everything that I've seen him. But I just don't know if I could also say that, yeah, I think he's a really good actor. I think he's good I don't think the things that they've had him do. I've yes. not seen the latest Blade Runner movie. Like maybe he's got more acting chops in that. Now, I do like oh, him. Oh, and I, I haven't seen that. I imagine that would be a dramatic role of sorts you as think, well. Wouldn't you? So I do like him as an actor. I did really enjoy him in this film. It's just something I was thinking about after I watched the movie. Like, but is he actually a good actor? I mean, he's... he's He's good at what he's doing, but I think it's, I don't know, like, this is a Batista role, and then he plays that role well. He's playing, you know, he's playing tough, rough, and gruff. I don't know. I mean, what he's really I'm good in this. <laughs> he's really good in this film. The movie we're here to talk about is good in this. Yeah, I, I enjoy him. There's another character, Bobby, who's played by Christian uh, Scull. I mean, she's the tech support, and her storyline runs along basically... She wants to learn stuff from Dave Batista's character, but she's not getting that. Um, she's along for the ride. She's pretty much playing herself, I guess. I, I see her, I see the actress doing what she does, you know, whether she's doing her stand up or whether she's doing something, Fly the Concord or something like that, wherever else you've seen it. For me, Last Mile on Earth, she plays Cavill. Right. Will Forte's girlfriend, then wife in that show. And she is absolutely fantastic in that. And I really enjoyed her in this. Like she's bringing the laughs. Like there's, there's not many laugh out loud moments in this film for me, but one in particular was when she's got the, the dagger or the blade and she accidentally throws it and it hits his leg. Yes. And then yes. because he's a tough guy, he doesn't really react to it. But when she sees what she did, she vomits. <laughs> Like it's funny. <laughs> it made me laugh. Like not just not just gag. It's just chunks. It just it just, it just comes. <laughs> it just it just comes. Um, no, I did. I enjoy her. So her character is worth uh, watching as well. Ken Jeong. Oh. Yes, he's, he's in David Kim. Yeah, he's good. He's good. But you know what? Ken Jeong is really good at being Ken Jeong. He'll come in and he'll do what he does very well. So what That's he does it, he here... Drops a few lines. He does, but what he's done here, and he does it well, he's done in pretty much everything else you've seen him in. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, there is a villain character in this, um, Victor Marquez, uh, Greg Brick. Do you know what? I don't know much of his character as such. You know, he's he sort of, you know, there's a bit of... There's the typical sort of CIA diagnostic thing of of his character and what he's been up to other than that you, you get a couple of handful of scenes with him and then there's the big confrontation at the end but otherwise i'm like he's not a character he's just there as a plot device for everything to tie together you need bad guys but these you bad, need bad guys, guys are forgettable like they're not on <laughs> yeah. the poster like it's just <laughs> jj and sophie and that's fine i I watched this movie two nights ago and I remember there being bad guys, but not specifics. They, I, I, I they were you bad guys. His, you wouldn't even know his name was Victor unless I'd written it down. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> All right. Um, let's, give, let's give a rating um, of this movie, I guess, and we'll talk a little bit of spoilers in a sec, but um, out of five, if you want to go first. From Arnold Schwarzenegger's Kindergarten Cop to Vin Diesel as the Pacifier, 
it has all been done before. You mentioned more recently Stuber. We've had the Rush Hour films, Lethal Weapon. Buddy Cop movies are something that I do enjoy. I didn't go into this thinking I was going to get a lot out of it. Again, thinking it was going to be aiming for maybe my daughter's age, like a seven, eight-year-old, whereas this movie is not that. The kid's nine, but I'd say you're looking at young teens with this movie. And I had a lot more fun than I thought I would. Batista is good. The supporting characters are funny. So I'm going to come in with a three out of five. I thought I'd probably be able to enjoy it, but I think I've, I have a, a track record of enjoying, I guess, more kid-friendly movies more so than you. But, <laughs> but this one, no, I think I, yeah, I'm, I'm there with you. I was like, hang on, this has got a little bit more to it than you know what was advertised. So yeah, it's a bonus there. Um, the dynamic between the, the two leads is it's it's a buddy flick worth watching just for the two of them. It it, it, it all works. Yeah, a few laughs along the way. It is still family friendly though, and, and it is what it is. And because of that, you know, you get the script does have weak moments and shallow bits here and there, but that's fine. It's just it's the type of movie that it is, and it, it's it's easy to digest. Um, but I'll happily give it a three point five, and say so, you know it's worth it. It's worth renting for or worth checking out for you for the characters and and just the dynamics that you see. All right, now we're going to go into spoiler territory before we finish up. Um, if you haven't watched My Spy yet and you want to, go rent it now and watch it before continuing. I want to start off with talking about Dave Batista's dancing. <laughs> or is that JJ dancing? Who are we talking about dancing. here, Batista or the character? Well, how much of Dave Batista is Dave Batista bringing when you've got JJ dancing? I, mean, I loved it. It was, it was awkward. It was uncomfortable. Yeah. But you know what? The other <laughs> characters in the in the moment were enjoying it. And I, I enjoyed it as well. It's fun, but it's the character's kryptonite, isn't it? You've got this super guy that can do all these things really, really mm-hmm. well. But the thing that he can't do is dance. These types of characters, these tough guys, have got to have that one thing that they can't do well, and that gets used for comedic effect. And JJ's dancing is a reoccurring thing that happens in this movie. Um, the gay neighbours, I don't think we even, we even we didn't even name check or talk about them, but we didn't. Yeah. They're there. And there's a whole, so they're, they're throughout there's the a whole twist. movie. There's a twist to them, but they're there just as the gay neighbours. They're, they're helping, you know, JJ dressed for his date with the mum and all this kind of stuff. And then, yeah, they're like freelance, uh, what are they, freelance bounty hunters or whatever or something. Private, I don't know, whatever. They have a gun and they use it and it's like, what? Didn't see that coming. And then the whole thing and the jokes. Oh, so you guys, you're not even gays? Oh, no, no, we are. No, we are. We, we met on a mission. You know, we really are together. <laughs> yeah, They're playing the long game, they say. I, I like that. That's enjoyable. You've got the two, like the one that's very talkative and the one that hardly, well, he just made noises. It literally and just grunts, doesn't his boyfriend would interpret with like a long sentence. So that actually opened to it. That was pretty funny. But it turns yeah. out that, yeah, all along they were undercover as well. I got a bit of a, um, a bit of a Men in Black sort of throwback here with the the dog collar, similar to the Orion's belt thing on the cat in Men in Black. You know, like the the USB drive was inside the dog's collar, like the whole time. It reminded you of Men in Black, but do you think that's what the movie no, I don't was going know, for? But I, don't, I don't know. They need to put it somewhere. <laughs> I mean, it was I the, the dad who you know the brother, the bad guy killed his brother, and 
yeah. the dog was his best friend, and that's where he hid the USB. It's, yeah, oh, it works. It's fine. That's it. Yeah, I did enjoy the explosion um, sort of gag. So the turning um, the head, teach, she keeps turning, she keeps yeah. looking at the explosion. It's cool. Well, there's the there's the teach me that like teach me how to walk away from from an explosion and do it like in a really cool way. And then they had they do it with fireworks, and she's still amazed by that. And he's like, "Nah, you got to face forward." And then later on with the truck, or whatever it is, a fuel tanker, and it doesn't explode. Is it, yeah. And he just throws he throws a grenade at it because he's like, "Don't tell anyone." And the mum's yeah. freaking out like, "What are you doing?" There's even like a muted like <laughs> like what the <laughs> like what is happening? It's like well we're just doing a thing we're doing a thing and that's it that's you know they're the laughs you know like there's there's all good stuff going on um, but that's it for our rent now movie review of my spy uh, rent it now at your local video easy kiosk don't forget to like and share the podcast on social media we've got more rent now movie reviews coming your way next up um, we've got 1917 we're also doing the gentleman as well. Double the review, double the fun. Can't wait. (laughs) Sounds good. You've been listening to Jason and Luke, the guys from that film shoot. See you soon.